0: So, please join me on this journey of learning, self growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top Podcast. This is episode 63 for the 22 Spot in a leap year. And we are continuing in chapter 23 pretty long chapter and we're getting into, you know, we've been talking about Torah and mitzvahs and what happens when we perform mitzvahs, what happens when we study Torah internal way in terms of our souls and and what's happening there in our connection with God in this way. And we talked about, just to give a little bit of a recap again, how when we do mitzvahs, what's happening is that we make our bodies and the external garment of our godly soul into a vehicle A chariot basically for God's will. And yesterday we talked about how this is in contrast to studying Torah and how studying Torah or thinking about Torah, whether it's just alone in our thoughts or whether it's out loud when we speak Torah and out loud and words of Torah, this actually is gives us the ability not just to be a vehicle for God's will, but actually to have these internal garments of thought and speech to become unified and one with God's will, with the supernal will of God. Today we're going to continue along these lines and we're going to really, really get into the uniqueness of Torah study and how this is something which, as human beings, it's actually this amazing gift that we'll learn that is something that is unique to us And that it's something that is only accessible to us by virtue of the fact that we are human. And it's something that even the angels and even the souls in the higher realms cannot achieve this particular unity that we can achieve through Torah study and through thinking about Torah and speaking Torah and it's even greater even than prayer so so there's something about Torah and about learning Torah about thinking about Torah using our minds using our thoughts and using our speech to think about these things that really um, is is quite incredible so it's so let's get into it. And I'll I'll get straight into the text and maybe try to give a little recap at the end. Okay, so since the supernal will, which is unified with the infinite, blessed be he, meaning with God, with utmost unity, since this unity is totally revealed and not at all concealed in the godly soul and in its garments, its eter- internal garments, which are, again, thought and speech at the time that a person is involved in Torah study, thus also his nephesh, also his soul and his garments are also totally unified with God at that time, with utmost unity, just like the unity of God's thought and speech within himself, as explained above. So that was like a pretty long sentence. Let, let me try to just break that down a little bit. We'll give a little summary and we'll see here also how, why, you know, th- there really is a buildup in Tanya and there's, hopefully you've been following along the podcast. If not, like I always say, please go back and try to start at the beginning. And even though each, each episode is a standalone episode in its own way, it it really does help to have the full context because we see here, this is a really good example of how the altar really builds on all the knowledge, everything that we've learned so far. So with that being said, so we know that we've learned so far that God is totally unified with his thought and his speech. So, you know, we talked about how, you know, God's thought and speech is different than our thought and speech, because even though those are kind of united with us, there's still a little bit of a separation. For God, it's Uh, It's totally united. Him, his thought, and speech are all totally, totally, totally united. And we also learned about how our thoughts and our speech are our internal garments. And we also learned about how, thus, when we use our thought and speech, our internal garments, to learn and be involved in Torah study, which is God's wisdom and God's thoughts, what happens is we create this unity with God's thoughts and God's speech, which are totally unified with God himself, right? So we're actually creating this really big unity between us and God. And the truth is, now I'll we'll go back into the text. The truth is that this unity actually always exists. There's everything is united with God. There's nothing that's not united with God. The only thing is that sometimes it appears that things, there's something called, panim. There's, there's a concealment. It appears as if things are not uh, are not unified with God. But when a person is involved in Torah study, whether it's in their thought or their speech, this unity actually becomes revealed. And this unity is so strong, the altar of says, that it's actually even stronger than the, the united light that's in the supernal worlds so how is this you know when we think about the supernal worlds we think about earth you know down here we're kind of like in this lowly earth and then there's like heaven or you know the afterlife or the higher spiritual realms We we think of those as being like a more revealed kind of kind of space right but what the ultra is saying here is that the unity that happens when a person is involved in torah study is actually a greater unity than that which is experienced in the higher realms so how could this be? This is because what we are learning when we're learning Torah is where it's actually the will of God himself. And we know that all of the supernal worlds, where do they get their vitality from and their life force from? It comes from the Torah, which is the which is what is the Torah again? The Torah is the will and wisdom of God. As it says, and here the altar of brings a citation from Tehillim, uh, Tehelm 104 verse 24 where it says Kulam you made them all with your wisdom so so the, uh, this is alluding to the fact the altar was saying that Hashem created all the worlds with his wisdom and what is the wisdom of, of God is Torah so Torah is above all these worlds because Torah is the source of all these worlds, and Torah is God's will, which is also called Soviv Kol Almin. So it's also called the, sur- the light which surrounds all the worlds. And what this means when we say it's the light that surrounds all the worlds, it means that it cannot be vested within all the worlds, it's higher than all the worlds, but rather it just gives life and vitality and illumination above in a way that's more like hovering, like an encompassing way, in a way of makif it's called in, uh, in Hebrew. And so when a person studies Torah, this will, this actual will, which is not able to vest itself inside of all of these supernal worlds, actually does vest itself inside of the soul of the person that's learning it in a way that's actually revealed because you're actually, you know, thinking about these words of Torah in a very revealed way. And even though a person isn't aware of this while they're learning Torah, they're not like, Oh my gosh, you know, aware of this tremendous revelation that they're experiencing because if they did, they wouldn't be able to handle it. And actually this is why Hashem set it up like this. Hashem set set it up that we're not aware of this tremendous revelation that we get when we learn Torah because we wouldn't be able to handle it. And, this is why the higher worlds that are more conscious of what's what's going on, they don't have this revelation, whereas we do. So it's sort of like because of our inferior intellect that we are granted this ability. And this is why the Altaraba concludes here that we can understand, this is how we can understand the greatness of being involved in Torah above any other mitzvah. So there's something about learning Torah that's greater than any other mitzvah, even Tefillah, even prayer, um, which tfair, uh, prayer, we know, as learned elsewhere, as we st- w- it's taught elsewhere, is the idea of the unification of all of the supernal worlds. And then in brackets, the altar of it concludes, as he says, this doesn't and then you know it, it is taught how can we understand this teaching where it says that somebody who Torah is not their sole occupation needs to stop in the middle of Torah study in order to pray to pray? So you could think to yourself, like, you know, that doesn't make sense if somebody if Torah is so 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 high and it's such a great thing to learn Torah and it's even greater than prayer. Why should a person have to interrupt their Torah study in order to pray? So, first of all, if somebody's actual sole occupation is Torah study, They actually don't need to do that. But what the altar is teaching here is that if somebody's sole occupation is not Torah study, they are obligated to nevertheless interrupt their Torah study to pray. Why is this? The altar says, because they most likely would interrupt their Torah study anyways. So might as well interrupt their Torah study to prayer for prayer. So. That's the conclusion of this section. And it, there's a lot there. It's pretty dense. So just to recap it to the best of my ability. So what it's basically saying in more simple terms is it's basically saying that when we think about God's wisdom and when we think about God's will, his supernal will, and we think about Torah, we should not think of these things as separate things. They are actually all one and the same. All these things are one and the same. Torah, God's wisdom, and God's will are all totally unified they're all the same thing and what created all the worlds we say that god created all the worlds through his wisdom and so when we say what created that all the worlds were created through god's wisdom what we're basically saying is that god created all the worlds through torah And so when we study Torah, it's not a simple thing. We think that, you know, we're studying Torah. Oh, it's just kind of interesting. It's, we want to know a little bit more about how we're supposed to live, or, you know, this is something we're supposed to learn as Jews and whatever. But the ultraviolet is taking it and making it, making us realize what a much greater thing is happening there. When we're studying Torah, this is the will and wisdom of God himself. And so And since the will and wisdom of God himself is united with him, that means when we use our brains, when we use our thoughts and our speech to unite with God's thoughts and God's speech and God's wisdom and God's will, what we're actually doing is we're at that moment in a state of revealed unity with him and with his will and with his wisdom. And so that's a really, really intense thing. And although we may not be conscious of it. And the altar says that this is intentional that we're not conscious of it, because if we were conscious of this unity, that would be happening. We wouldn't be able to handle it at all. And this is why he granted it to us and not to the angels, but we should know, you know, at least on this intellectual level, that this is what's happening, that when we study Torah, whether it's with our thoughts and thinking about these things or with our speech, we are revealing a sense of a real unity, of our thoughts and our speech and the and our souls themselves with the will and wisdom of God himself and this is a type of unity that is actually not revealed anywhere else, in any other manner, not even in the higher worlds. So, you know, something to think about, something to to ponder. And just by virtue, I'll conclude with this, um, what we're doing right now, studying Torah, this is exactly it. So by virtue of listening to this podcast, by virtue of thinking about the ideas that we are talking about in this podcast, by virtue of sharing these ideas in in this podcast with your friends or whatever you are actually experiencing this revealed unity that we've been talking about so i'll leave you guys with that thought something to kind of you know wrap your minds around and think about and we'll continue tomorrow i'll speak thanks again. for listening to the it is top podcast hosted by Sarit switzer this podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather abraham yitzhak ben ben cohen of blessed memory music by shoshana